Hey guys, and welcome to the new episode of Automated Seller Podcast. Um, today I have a special guest, Karim, a co-founder of Marketplatz Eins, a German, Austrian and Switzerland Amazon agency. Hi Karim, how are you? Hi Jacob, uh, fine, thanks. I'm glad to be here. Great. Thanks for, for being here. Thanks for being a guest on uh, our podcast. And yeah, could you introduce yourself to the audience and Marketplatz Eins? Yes, so um, I'm Karim. I'm from Salzburg in Austria, where Marktplatz 1 is based uh, originally. Um, I'm, I'm in the uh, internet and other marketing business since uh, 1998. Um, and uh, in 2016, I think, we founded uh, the Amazon agency uh, Marktplatz 1. And since then, we, um, we, we support uh, brands and companies, um, manufacturers, um, presenting their products and selling their products via Amazon. Mm -hmm. And could you actually introduce more in detail your services? How do you help those companies? Uh, ooh, that's a big range, I think. So that starts from from uh, punctual uh, support um, and consulting. Uh, some clients only have uh, a few questions uh, and want uh, to, to, to have our feedback. Um, uh, most of our clients are long-term clients. Uh, we, we develop together a strategy. Most of them are not present at this moment on Amazon or not actively present. So maybe their products are sold by third-party sellers, but they're not uh, actively um, using the platform. So we develop a strategy, how to use the platform, how to present the brand, how to present the products, how to how to do the pricing, how to do the logistics, um, advertising, search engine optimization, how to um, to go to new markets, uh, for example, um, not only Amazon, also eBay and so on, uh, and, uh, and, and also supporting them in the daily business. Um, so regarding reviews, regarding uh, customer service, regarding uh, returns um, or any technical problems uh, you can um, have on, on, on Amazon each day. Mm -hmm. Great. So pretty much you do everything from A to Z regarding marketplaces, especially Amazon, also with managing the account itself. Yes, yes. Totally. And uh, I know that you are well-established in um, actually German, Austrian and Switzerland. And actually, I wonder uh, what motivates you to enter those markets and what are the unique challenges that you face in particular those three markets? So in fact, the German-speaking markets are our home market. So we we are German-speaking. Uh, we have an office uh, or the headquarters in Austria and also an office in Germany. Um, uh, so that's uh, for sure. That's the for us the easiest way to to work uh, with um, the the German market. So uh, um, Amazon DE is. Is also is not only for Germany but also for Austria and for Switzerland. So that's why we cannot make a difference, a big difference between Austria and Switzerland uh, or Germany. Um, uh, German Germany is the biggest market. It's it's also the biggest Amazon market in Europe, um, and Austria is is a very small one. Um, so uh, we we, um, we we've seen um, at the beginning that. It makes no sense to say we only do the Austrian or we only do the German market. Market. Uh, so we we focused on um, uh, establishing the businesses on the German-speaking market. 
um, and we focus still there on. So we are not very present, for example, uh, do not have uh, clients, for example, in France or in, in Spain or so on. So that's, that's our main market. Um, and uh, as there are, we have a, 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 the same language, but with different texts and different uh, regularities. And that's, um, yeah, even if Germany and Austria are in the European Union, Switzerland is not. Uh, so there are some specialties to, to have uh, an eye on. Uh, yeah, but in general, as it's our home market for us, it's, it's the easiest way to, to work. Totally. Actually, I, I was surprised that uh, Amazon is in Switzerland. I, I was not aware of that. Uh, is it actually the biggest marketplace in Switzerland or do they have something also different? Um, I, I'm, I do not know the, the, the up-to-date uh, numbers, but um, uh, it's not been a long time that Amazon started uh, um, serving Switzerland actively because in, mm -hmm. in a indirect way people from from switzerland they they ordered products at amazon and let them deliver to the to the frontier uh and mm -hmm. in, in the german and the austrian frontier and then they picked it up uh on on the um yeah on the frontier uh because there was still always a problem with uh with uh the tax and um and and uh, and other issues which made it difficult to import products uh mm -hmm. via e-commerce platforms for example from germany to um, to, to Switzerland. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they started, uh, open, uh, open the market, um, and sell products via vendor, um, via vendor only. That means Amazon sells the products to the, to the end customer and they have a, a deal with the, with the Swiss, um, tax, um, and finance department. So they, they pay, uh, all the taxes they have to pay, um, in, in a bulk. I think I cannot explain it good in English. Um, uh, and, uh, but there are more and more sellers, uh, uh, yeah, watching out how to, to sell products, uh, in, in mm -hmm. Switzerland as they have, um, yeah, it's a, it's a rich country. They have a very high value in the basket. Um, and, and that's why it's an interesting market, even if it's, it's, it's very a small market. Mm -hmm. Totally. Yeah, sure. F thanks for explaining, explaining this. And, um, I wonder. I mean, there's a lot of Amazon agencies out there, uh, spe especially in Germany. And I wonder what differentiates you from, from others? Um, in fact, we are not a typical agency as we, uh, in, in our background, there's a, a company which is a, um, uh, a big seller and, and also a vendor since uh, about 15 years on, on Amazon, even on other platforms, they have their own online shops. And we uh we founded the 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 agency out of the uh of the seller vendor company mm -hmm. um so at the beginning we were a seller and vendor and then we 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 saw that there is uh know how we could sell to other uh sellers and vendors um and um yeah we we are very small so that means we not uh we we did not put the focus on on growth but on um, on long-term relationship and on quality and on specialties. So, um, for sure we, we could do any service the client needs, but we are not focused on, uh, for example, on uh, always doing full service or always selling advertising. So we mm -hmm. are, um, we are focused on direct to consumer on brands, which are not, we have, which have no uh, e-commerce strategy or which are stuck in their strategy and they want to, um, yeah, to take the next step or the, the first step, 
um and um yeah that's that's our our main focus mm -hmm. totally so speaking of actually um the unique challenges and opportunities for uh, d2c and a german-speaking market uh how does it differ from other markets what are the unique challenges there Uh, I don't know if there are unique challenges on the German-speaking market. Um, we have some challenges between Germany and Austria, for example. Mm -hmm. As um, uh, in, in general, you have like uh, the German country, which is served by a German department of the big brand, and the Austrian market, which is served uh, offline by the Austrian department of the big brand. But on Amazon DE, as you can, you can't make a difference between German and Austrian clients. Um, we have the problem that the, that uh, that all the sales go to the German uh, department of sales of the big brand. So um, we 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 have some Austrian clients uh, or Austrian departments of the big brands. They want they want to have the the Austrian um, uh, sales um, counted on their to their sales. Mm -hmm. um, so that is a that's a difficulty which is not easy to to solve. Um, yeah. But a part of that, there are, I think they are not, um, yeah, not typical challenges. Mm -hmm. um, like, uh, for example, in Belgium, you have two two equal languages, which is very different. Also, uh, on on the same marketplace, um, that's not the case in uh, Germany and Austria. It's the case in Switzerland. Um, mm -hmm. They have uh, different languages too. Um, so, yeah, it's so even for logistics, it's not really like super hard to do when it comes to, to selling across those three countries? That depends on the product. So, for example, alcohol is still a problem between Germany and Austria. So there are some uh, restricted products which you can't um, uh, send uh, over the frontier in the easier way. But it gets easier and easier as both countries are in the European Union and um, it has to work. Um, uh, yeah, so... There are some specialties, but in general, it's um, in the, the last years, um, also Amazon made it easier and easier. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. So so basically, when we talk about internationalization, um, do you also help actually um, your clients uh, to expand to other markets outside of uh, Germany, Austria, Switzerland? I don't know, maybe... Polish market, maybe US market. There's a lot of different markets. So I really wonder, um, do you also do that? Yes, for sure. It's uh, my colleague Klaus, is, it's, uh, his specialty is the internationalization. Um, uh, he, he founded uh, a company this year in, in, in the US um, uh, for, um, for the purpose of selling easier products hosting uh, uh doing the logistic and selling products uh, easier on the on the us uh, market um and also for our clients um uh because internationalization on on the european union market is not so difficult you have some language issues for example but in general if you use for example the pan pan european union program in logistics it's very easy to to on a logistic way to serve uh, all the clients in all countries uh, via uh, prime uh, next day delivery or two day mm -hmm. delivery but um but uh, us is is very special because it's very difficult for, for many products to establish them 
on this market and uh, also logistics is uh, uh, also uh, an, an issue but if it works then it explodes so that's why okay. if we have developed products for example in the european union then we try to find out if this product has a potential in the us market and then we help our clients with our own logistics and our own warehouse and so on also uh, to to establish, establish an uh, us market which already worked with uh, a few uh, clients we we already um, mm -hmm. uh, them to the or help them to the us market that's that's amazing so what are the key factors that the brand uh, should consider when actually expanding to U.S. market? Like do, it, you said something that the pro product needs to be unique. Um, it needs to have its fit. Like, do you provide somehow the strategy and analysis for that also for the client? Yeah, sure. So sure. that's, that's the first thing to do is to see is there any potential what could be the risk what could be a problem uh, um, sending the product to to us or selling them uh, also yeah regarding fda and then all the restrictions you you have if you want to uh, import products to, to the to export products to the us um, and and then uh, also to to see what um, which products and which brands are are strong are are, are the, the the best sellers uh, and and are very strong in the in the US, which are have the waste waste the US the the home market of which brands, and and what should we have to do to be competitive to those uh, mm -hmm. competitors, um, because m many of the brands and products which are um, bestsellers, for example, in 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 the in, in the German speaking market, they are unknown uh, in the US. So. If you start selling products there, uh, it's it's much easier. For example, uh, as uh, 20 years before without Amazon, but it's still you, you are not the first one selling a product, and you're not you're not the first one, and people are not waiting for you. So you have to develop a, a, a good strategy, uh, not to 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 spend too much time and money, uh, and then uh, and then to be uh, yeah, to, and then to fail um, establishing products mm -hmm. and, and brands. So that's um, yeah, um, but what is interesting in general with Amazon is if you have a great product and you, if you can sell the product to a um, to a comfortable price, it's 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 nearly uh, impossible not to be successful. Um, so we have some products which the, the brand was to hundred percent unknown in the U.S. market, but it was a a, a product which um, it's um, we're talking about uh, ecological. A cleaning, uh, mm -hmm. cleansing products um, like dishwashing and and so on. Uh, but um, as the product is great and you have already uh, over the, the the whole European Union market, you have great reviews. And also that's a point where reviews are getting closer and closer. And over all borders, um, they they are shown um, to 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 the to the customers. Um, uh, it it was. In fact, very easy without a big uh, advertising budget to to find some customers who are willing to buy this product, which is more expensive than a, co a conventional product. But um, you have that niche of ecological uh, um, mm -hmm. dishwashing products, for, ex for example. It's not that's not uh, millions of millions of people. But for example, if you only have zero point five percent of the Amazon customers in US, it's already that's enough not. people to 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 be successful. 
so that's that's interesting and that's always surprises me um in a positive way how how you can how you can be successful with a really a product with a great value with great quality um where where clients are happy when they use it you can really develop the product uh and sell and sell more and more mm -hmm. of the product but also you can develop the brand so we talk uh, we say it's developing a brand from the other side you you do not put the brand into the head of the customer and then in the store they have to see the brand and then they say oh i have to buy it you you have great products and then you develop the brand with the products up uh like uh uh the best example i think everyone is is using it is anchor with the mm -hmm. um um cables and and uh, superchargers and so on uh and and, and, the, yeah. and they they really gr grow big and and bigger but it's due to the fact that they had really great products to a competitive price i think i even i'm i'm using the charger somewhere here so. i think everyone is at least using <laughs> one yeah they, they sent me one actually for influencer program when i was oh, doing some okay. uh, like when i was influencer on ig actually like a tech influencer and yeah i really love oh. their product <laughs> um but no that's that's actually awesome what you said riff uh, with the german products that they can uh find um and they can do like they can find their place in the market like the us market and they can do actually very well because i think that in the past it was really the opposite it was usually that uh, Europe was copying US when it comes to e-commerce and in general, it was always like US had crazy trends. I mean, all of that was actually coming from China. And now it seems like um, those um, products that are eco-friendly or uh, handmade, uh, they actually are doing really well in, in US market. And now people from US are actually copying uh, Europe or just Europe is expanding to, to US. Yeah. So I, I can see the trend here. Mm -hmm. And it's great that you have actually um, such a success stories in, in your portfolio. So um, I wanted to jump to the next questions, um, actually regarding uh, different models that you provide. So I know that you are uh, helping Amazon sellers, but um, I also saw that you are helping Amazon vendors, right? Could yes. you tell a little bit actually on those services, um, how they are different and how do you actually recommend um one for the client yeah uh, so if a client so we have, we have different different positions uh where we start so some of our clients they are n not yet a vendor and not yet a seller so seller means uh, you you sell on uh, uh, via your own uh seller account on amazon um uh and vendor means you sell the product to amazon and amazon sells the product to the end consumer um and uh if if a client has no no engagement at all at the at the at the moment um we we have a look what makes more sense and in the last years there was a a, a clear development that even manufacturers and brands tend to to be uh, more seller than vendor because in the vendor program which which also has some advantages but not the same the same amount of advantages it had for example five years before um uh, uh for example if um five years before or four years before if you were you were a vendor you had uh, uh access to to advertising placements you had not as a seller but at the moment the seller is 
clear, uh, I think nearly the same access as, as the vendors, uh, have. Mm -hmm. So, um, then we, then we, we compare the advantages of being a seller, uh, versus a vendor and also the disadvantages and also the possibility of maybe being, uh, in, in a hybrid, uh, um, mm -hmm. uh, version. So being seller and vendor in the same time, for example, yeah, brands, which are, um, a vendor since uh, many years, maybe they, yeah, they want to have uh, an alternative of being a only vendor, a vendor only in Amazon. So we develop a strategy how they can also start being a seller without um, uh, destroying their vendor business uh, or without uh, also destroying the vendor relationship with Amazon. Mm -hmm. So um, in fact, I, I didn't count it, but I think most of our clients are vendor and seller in same time. Um, or they are seller because they haven't been vendor. Um, and so sometimes it doesn't make sense to, to be, to get a new vendor. It's, it only makes sense to start as a seller. And what is also interesting, um, is you have some, some, uh, especially big brands or big, very old traditional companies. Um, they don't want to be vendor, but they also can't be a seller. They couldn't establish the seller mm -hmm. processes in a, in a, in, in a, in a, in a normal, um, time of, um, yeah, space. So, um, and, and then, um, there's a, there's another model we, we also sometimes use is the broker model. That means uh, for those companies, um, it's, it's the best thing to say, yes, for the next one, two years, for example, we, we have a look, uh, we, we search an, a, 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 a qualified seller which maybe already sells the products from the brand. And then we get in dialogue with that uh, seller. Um, and maybe, yeah, there is some, uh, yeah, there's some help from the side of the brand to that seller, uh, maybe some exclusivity, maybe. So it's like a distributor then like the, the yes, seller talks like, to the distributor. Yeah, but I prefer distributor because you, you cannot say you are the only one who sells the products yeah. on Amazon, but, um, there's a preferred, uh, uh, um, yeah, a better relationship. And, mm -hmm. um, this seller also, um, then does the, uh, does the, the, um, uh, brand, uh, um, work, for example, the, the brand store and a plus content and so on for the brand and in, in cooperation with the brand. Um, so the brand now knows that the, that work is done in a, in a good, th good way. And the seller has a good support from the brand. So that's a good way, for example, for those traditional, very old companies or very um, structured companies, which have difficulties to establish seller structures on their own to, 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 to know that the, the, the brand uh, uh, work has been done in the way the brand wants it to have done. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's no, no, that, that's that's actually yeah, re really interesting because I I've never heard of of um this kind of collaboration, especially when talking to agency founders. Uh, and for the vendor, I also assume that because you know it's not that everyone can become a vendor if they just want. You you have to be invited by Amazon. So I assume that uh, what you do is also like you are contacting Amazon um, actually if one of your clients wants to become a vendor, right? So you also help with the whole yeah, process sure. of becoming the vendor. Mm -hmm. Sure. It's not, 
uh, yeah, it's sometimes it's a little difficult, but in, in general, if you have interesting products and there's a potential also um, uh, seen by Amazon, so it's it's not impossible. But um, in, in fact, most of most of our clients, they we we also try to help them to develop on uh, on, on long term a long term strategy, and a long term strategy in general is, uh, is 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 better for the for the brand and the company if you have at least a hybrid. Uh, uh, strategy. Mm -hmm. Understand. Um, and now for new customers of yours, actually, who, who just plan to start um, selling on Amazon, could you provide some insights on uh, actually what's your plan? Uh, what's crucial for brand success? Uh, how, how to start? Uh, yeah, that's um, as we always develop an individual strategy, um, I think it's a little it's not mm -hmm. so easy to say that there it's are not the, general I, for every, every brand, every niche, every category, right? It's yes, actually yes. tailored. So it it depends. Uh, it depends uh, on the first time. It depends on uh, on the competition and and how the brand is already present on the market. Because we uh, we do not have in general any product is present and any brand is present on Amazon, but um, uh, many times it's not the quality of presentation the brand would deserve. So um, so we develop, um, in general, we have maybe uh, some steps, like the first thing would be, um, I, I, I don't know the word in English, but it's like uh, not a brand um, hygiene. So um, mm -hmm. uh, if in, in general, you have many products which are not present, presented in a quality way, so you have bad uh, uh, product images you have bad titles bad uh, uh, bullet points uh, uh, and not very good uh, product description no a plus content no brand store um, so the, the first thing would be to establish um, a good brand presentation even if the focus there is not uh, on selling many products it's to establish a red yeah um uh how can i say it to to establish the the minimum of uh, brand quality brand presentation quality you would also you you all you also uh try to to have uh, outside of amazon for example mm -hmm. and then the next step would be um to to see which um which uh, model would be the best for for the manufacturer for the brand so seller and or vendor or maybe broker um, so there are different steps, but the, the, in general, the first step is really to, to see, uh, how is the, the brand presentation at the moment and what should be done in, in any way, even if the company decides not to be a seller or not to be a vendor, but at least to, to do the, the brand registry and at mm -hmm. least to, 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 uh, yeah, to do a better content, for example, for the brand store and do a better content for the A plus content and for the products. Mm -hmm. And of course, you also provide all of that, um, yes. like when you work with with the clients. Yeah, um, that that's actually uh, yeah, really really good. Um, so for actually, I, I also wonder, like as an addition to that, uh, are there any like niches that you prefer to work with? I mean, I mean, I'm talking about product categories or are there any product categories that you will never work with uh, actually i wonder what's your opinion on this um that's a good question uh, no in general we do not have any preferred category or any category we do not serve 
um, if we if we already have a client in a specific category, even there if there is no um, exclusivity or no contract which uh, doesn't allow us to have an, a second client, for example, in the same category, um, mm -hmm. we 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 only serve one client per category in general. Got as it. we are not so big for us, it's no problem. Mm -hmm. um, as we are seller and vendor also in the background, for sure there are some categories we we are more comfortable because we have more experience uh, over the last 10 years. Um, but in general, um, if I have a look on, on our last uh, new clients, it's from um, lavender oil to um, backpacker accessories. So there's, there's nothing common uh, mm -hmm. in, in between. So okay. no. yeah. that, that's amazing. And actually, I wonder also for uh, Marketplatz Eins, What's your, what are your future plans, your, I don't know, next um, milestones, goals, focuses? Um, do you still plan to serve basically clients on Amazon or you maybe prefer to focus just on vendors? Um, I, I just wonder um, if you could say something. Yeah, in, in general, we've seen that we, um, uh, that we have the most fun and we feel most comfortable with um, traditional Uh, companies um, uh, which want to develop a direct-to-consumer strategy but do not have any strategy at the moment. Um, that's yeah, that we we really love to do that. Um, also, that's that's my, but also from from my colleagues, um, we we also love to to have some startups because there you really can influence much and you can really. Uh, avoid many mistakes um, many of the uh, startups uh, do so that's um, uh, that's also that also we, we really like um, so we, we yeah that's our I think that's our focus also in the next years uh, direct to consumer um, also some startups where mm -hmm. we will for sure um, stay in the German speaking market um, and also we will not found any office in outside in the European Union and And also a focus for the next years will be um, the internationalization for the U.S. market. So that's awesome. The, yeah, that's great. So for everyone who who listened to to the podcast, if you actually consider uh, selling on Amazon into a seller or vendor or broker um, like program way, and uh, then definitely contact Karim. And yeah, Karim, thanks a lot for for being here and uh, for just last few words. Could you actually share with the audience like where can they find you? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. So um, you can find us uh, for sure online on marketplatz onecom or marketplatz1.com. Um, uh, you can contact me also via LinkedIn. Um, or via Facebook, if you have any questions, um, uh, feel free uh, to contact me. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, I'm awesome. always open for any questions. Awesome. I'll make sure to put all of the details also um, in the description of this podcast. Like on, it will be definitely on YouTube, maybe also on other channels. Mm -hmm. So thanks a yeah. lot, Karim. Thank you too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.